Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And uh, we're, we're, what are we on here? Episode 15 of the Media Monday Show podcast? Yeah, 15. 15 bi-weekly podcasts of us talking about basically movie pass. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's, what is that, 30 weeks? That's yeah. that's a lot of weeks. That is, that is. We're like we're like uh, a couple more episodes from someone could have, you know, gotten pregnant on our first episode and had a baby. Is it Bob? Did he have a baby? It's a boy. <laughs> yes, Bob. We had a baby. It's a boy. Yeah. Bob, we had a baby. It's a boy. I oh, remember that. Bob. We had he had a baby. It's a boy. Oh, that's nice. That was... What was that, a Sprint commercial? No, it was... Um, I don't think it was Sprint. It might have been like one of those... Uh, uh, one of those calling things, you know? Oh, the one... Uh, uh, call ATT or something like that. Like... like where, where it's only like a dollar the entire call or something along those lines. I thought it was Sprint and it was all like... Quit making collect calls to... Like, you don't have to make a collect call to just have unlimited long distance for... Yeah. It was definitely a long distance call. It was something like that, yeah. Yeah, so that's what this podcast is about. It's about long yeah. distance calling and commercials from a long time ago. Seriously, that's that's from like the, what, the mid-90s? Yeah. I bet if I type in, we had a baby, it's, yep, it'll tell me, uh, let's see here, what? By your exclamation, it makes me think that it's, it's not from the mid-90s. It is, but... 99. This says it's Geico. Geico? No, I think your source has to be incorrect. Yes. I agree. It, it was about phone call. It was a phone call thing. I mean, Geico has had some weird ads. It was. It, it was. It was. It was something else. It was something else. I don't think it could have been Geico. Okay, here. I'll just play the damn commercial. It's only like 30 seconds long. Don't cheat the phone company. Save money the legal way. Geico. Completely wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, way to go, way to screw it up, Geico. Yeah, I mean, I had no idea what your ad was about. <laughs> Obviously, we had for thirty years, <laughs> but we had no idea it was about. I totally would have attributed that to like AT and T, right? One of those, you know, uh, ninety-nine cent phone call things or whatever. Way to mess it up, Geico. Way to mess it up. <laughs> All right then. Uh, we should jump into the news. Uh, yeah. Do we want to talk fantasy movie league? 
I got trounced. Yes! I'm so close to winning the overall. Yeah, I, I messed up so bad. I really underestimated how crappy Meg was. Yeah. I was all like, oh, this looks so cheap for a movie that people are actually going to go see. Yeah, yeah, so I, I really, really messed up. Um, I only got uh, 70000 on that, and you got 120000 Yep. On just that one. Um, yeah, so apparently me investing in... Um, me investing in uh, Mission Impossible and Slenderman, I really messed up. Yeah. Cutting into that lead. I'm only like 20 million behind. Yeah, so I've got to I've got to do nothing but perfect games from here on. There's only like two more weeks, though. So. Something like that, two yeah. or three. Still, I, I can't lose the overall. <laughs> And, uh, and and your brother is back down where he was. Yep. Like, he uh, he's doing his same old shenanigans. Not filling up his thing and filling the punishment from it. Well, uh, yesterday when the estimates came out, like, the top thing was, like, like, two meg, um, like, I can't remember, but it, it actually had one blank, uh, one blank theater slot. Yeah, in it, which was weird. Yeah, it's it still currently got that. It's uh, it's two Megs, three Black Plainsmen. That's right. The Incredibles two and one Darkest Minds. So that's only seven. That's only seven theaters, right? Out of eight. Seven yeah. Screen. So yeah, and also I'm surprised Black's Clan, Black Plainsmen did as well as it did too. Ten million dollars. I'm surprised it's not the best money for the week. Yeah. Um, but that means the Meg is doing really well. I'm cool with that. Well, the Meg made forty-four and a half million dollars this weekend. Really? Because it was predicted like eighteen to twenty-five, and I tiebreakered thirty because I thought it was going to do pretty well. I undershot that. I thought it was going to do like sixteen. I totally thought it, it looks like a bad, crappy movie. I, I don't understand why it's so popular. I guess it's because of Shark Week. You know? Maybe. That's the only thing I can attribute that to. Maybe it's the... the, the Everyone's, um, you know, drawn in by the, the comedy of... Uh, what's his name? Rain, Rain Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Because it doesn't look like... It doesn't look like Jason Statham can do his normal action stuff. It's not like he's going to get out and punch the shark. Right. That'd be awesome. I mean, it would be awesome, yeah, but it's just not going to happen. No. And if it does, then quite frankly, I think Hollywood just gave up when it came to B-movies. It's like they jumped the shark. Uh... <laughs> All right. So that's Fantasy Movie League. Uh, if you want to join us in that, uh, especially since the new season's coming in the next couple weeks, and you can get in at the beginning and, and beat us in the overall, yeah, um, then uh, you want to join us. It's the Media Monday Show uh, League, uh, and the password is Gino, G-E-N-O. Yep, just Gino. Not John, 
Just, you know, because some of us are selfish assholes. Yep. All right. So, we want to talk about the changes the movie pass made? Yeah, yeah, they basically said that uh, we want you to send your cards back and money. And money. So wait, do you not know what I'm talking about, the new... Yeah, no, I, I do. You go on. Okay, so they're doing what they should have done in the long term. And they're finally pivoting the way they should. And it's it's now going to be three movies a month. Yeah. And uh, it's the same ten dollars. Base. And um, but they're gonna stop with the surge pricing. They're gonna stop making you uh, take your pictures for your for your tickets. Oh, I didn't hear that actually. Yep. So that's good. That's it's always been a mild hassle for me, but I can see like if you're in a group with your friends and you're going to go get your popcorn, so your tickets in your pocket. You go to pull out the ticket, and then you get in the thing, and you throw away some trash, and it turns out you threw away your ticket. I mean, that that could be, like, a really big accidental hassle. Yep. Like, we we had that happen with, with Becca, where she almost threw away her ticket or something like that. Like, she, she lost it in the process, of, and then had to find it, like, in her pants somewhere. And I mean, could you not have just taken a picture of, like, your ticket? I don't know. I, I just don't know I how. I suppose they're all the same. I don't know how in-depth they're actually screening these photos sending in. You know, it's not like an actual person. And even if it is a bot, I don't know how thorough it's going to be, you know? It's an image. It's not like an actual... Um, it's not like you're actually sending data, you know? Right. It's just a bot that's scrubbing the image just to make sure that it's actually had a picture taken of a empty ch- uh, ticket stub. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But oh. yeah, and uh, they're going to have higher tier things, fourteen ninety nine a month. Oh, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, yeah, fourteen ninety nine a month for more, uh, more screenings, which is I think like any movie, any time kind of a thing. Okay. And then they're, I think they'll build up to probably like twenty dollars a month. I, this is this is unconfirmed, but I bet you they'll go up to like twenty dollars a month, and that way you can do uh, premium screenings. Yeah. Three uh, D and IMAX and all that. But yeah, I, went, I was able to finally go and see Equalizer 2. There was one time I actually drove to the movie theater. I checked the times and listing. It's like, oh good, it's showing a listing. Because when I've been pulling up the app, it's been just saying, there are no screenings in your area. And I was like, well, that's bold. It's only 6 o'clock on a Friday. There's no way that that's right. actually true. And so I would, uh, there was one time it was like a late showing and it was like, oh good, I can finally go Equalizer 2. And I checked the thing at 6, I checked it at 8, and it's the late showing, so it was 9.30, and I checked at 9, and it's like, okay, it still has that listed. All right, I'm going to go ahead and go. And I got in my car and I drove, and I got there, and when I pulled up to the theater, it said there's no screenings available in your area. So I don't know yeah, if it actually pinged me when I got close to the theater or if it canceled out just in I just had unlucky timing. Yeah. But it was very frustrating and quite frankly I'm just glad I wasn't like in line when I realized it. Yeah. But yeah, I was able to finally go see Equalizer 2. And there was no movies actually I wanted to see last week. Like Yeah. Uh we we ordered Cinemia, you know? Yeah, yeah. Is that how's that working out for y'all? Well, number one, I haven't gotten my card yet. Oh. Uh, um, but you can, they'll give you like a one-time use card number that you can use, uh, in like an app or something. 
So <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but I, there, there haven't been movies I want to see. So well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not interested in Slender Man. It looks like just a general monster of the week horror movie, right? Um, and I don't know. I, uh, uh, I, I kind of want to go see the Meg just because there's nothing else to see, I, and maybe I'm that's really why it's doing so well. I'm really just not that interested in the Meg. Um, uh, eighth grade, I, I might be interested in seeing that, but it's not actually yeah. showing in my theater. Right, I want to see eighth grade, but it's not showing in Hollywood. I have to go to either uh, Opry, and I'm, I, I don't want to go to Opry ever anymore. Yeah, what um, they do for you? I don't know. It's just uh, they're they're busy, and I don't want to deal with busy. And they don't have reserved seating there, so. So it's just standard seating, which is, I suppose that's fine, but uh, the other option is to go to uh, Mount Julia, which is about the same distance from my house to, to Opry as it is to Mount Juliet Theater. Yeah it's, yeah, it's about the same amount of time, yeah. And um, and they don't have reserved seating either. Uh, and there's only been like one showing, and it's at like 10 o'clock, and I don't know, so we haven't... We haven't done yeah. that. But, like, literally, the only thing that my movie pass will let me go see uh, this week, right now, in theaters, is The Meg and Slender Man. So, I might go see The Meg, but I just, I don't know. So, wait, it won't let you go see anything else? Is it because you've seen them all, or because... Uh, no, everything else is premium screenings, and I guess I've already seen everything else. It does not have any other times listed. Like, it's there, there's no other shows showing right now Okay. Now I wonder what's going to happen with you since you're on the the yearly plan compared to the the monthly plan. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. Think I assume you can by. still see as many movies as you want. I, I'm sure I can see as many movies, but the thing is, there's no movies available. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I think what they're saying is you can see as many movies as you'd like as long as you haven't already seen them, and as long as we're allowing you to access them through their app. Right. Well, there's not supposed to be any more blackouts, but that doesn't happen until. Um, the, it doesn't start until the 15th. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, there's, oh, I think Hotel Transylvania 3 or whatever. I, I could technically go see that, but there, I, I guess there's no showing of that. Uh, it's possible. It's been in theaters for a little while now. Yeah. Um, Mission Impossible? I can't go see that. No? It's That's not listed in my app. Interesting. I can't go see Winnie the Pooh. Uh, it's not listing Mamma Mia. Interesting. I mean, all these things are at my local theater. Hmm. Uh, Darkest Minds, I can't see that. Can't see Dog Days. The Spy Who Dumped Me is not in my app. Interesting. Well, uh, maybe that'll change on the 15th? Yeah. When they make all those Uh, changes? I mean, maybe it'll change on Monday. I mean, maybe, like, for some reason they're not sh- doing any screenings today, really. Maybe. Maybe the theater's closing early. I, I really don't know. But, I mean, according to my Regal app and everything, uh, all these all these things are still showing at my theater. Yeah. But according to MoviePass, um, I can just go see Slenderman and I can go see The Make. And actually, at the other theaters, like the one that's 13 miles away, it's Slenderman and Meg. I go to one that is 
see what's at the AMC. At the AMC, I can just see Slenderman and Meg. So I mean, they're really just not making all the movies available to me. I don't know. Like they're not even blacked out. They're just not on the app. So I, once I'm done with my year, I'm just going to get rid of Movie Pass, and I'll probably do this anemia. Really? Yeah. Like even though it's three movies instead of like two movies or whatever, and you only have to, it's only ten dollars a month compared to. Like however much a year, or if if uh, if MoviePass does not let me see movies just because, oh. then I'm not going to keep up with MoviePass. Yeah, I agree with that. But they 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 should not be. I I don't think they're going to do that anymore after after they roll out this new stuff on the fifteenth. Well, we'll see. I mean, I've got I've got a subscription. Well, yeah, I uh, I don't know how it's going to work for you though, since you're on the the yearly instead of the. Monthly, which which they they've they've said this all applies to the monthly. They didn't say anything about what happens with the. I mean, I shouldn't have been affected by blackouts or anything at all. You right, know, like I, sh- I should actually still be able to see. I could, sh- according to their old model and plan, I should be able to see uh, Infinity Wars as many times as I want. That's that's how it was when I first signed up. Right, there was no limitation on you can only watch a movie once. Yeah, so they've. They've changed that many times. Yeah. So, I mean, they just keep screwing with me, and I just, I don't know if I can continue being, like, a a, subscribe, a subscriber to them. I think I'd rather just see three movies any kind that I want, you know? Right. And not to mention, if I get the family plan or something through Cinemia, where all four of us can go see a movie for 15 bucks, that's not bad at all. Right. Because we can go see a movie a month for that, you know? Yeah. So I just I don't, I don't know. And how does that actually work? Do I receive like tickets, or do I have to just buy the one movie four times? I I think you. What do you mean, like the multiple thing? Yeah, if I get like the family plan where I get four people, I one think movie you can. Month. I think you can queue up four tickets on one order and pay for it all at once okay like hypothetically though if let's say I have a teenage daughter I don't but let's say I do and she wanted to go see something else like Slenderman and the rest of us wanted to go see Incredibles I think you all have to go to the same movie I'm not sure okay well that that makes sense I just didn't understand quite how that worked because it's it's labeled as like so many so many movies per month and it's like two tickets to two movies, not two, uh, not four tickets. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? So yeah, I still haven't used that. And I, I've got till the the twenty fifth before it rolls over. So I I need to go see two movies between now and the twenty fifth. What what is today's date? The twelfth. So, so, you can do that. so I've, I've got like two weeks ish. Yeah. You can go see, you can definitely go see the Meg, and I think something else comes out next week, right? Oh, I'm not. So, Becca got screeners for um, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah. And I am not interested in this movie at all. Oh, no, no, no. I saw I saw it uh, like the behind the scenes or whatever too many times. I know the entire plot of the movie. Right. So. Um, I think she's going to see about taking somebody else and going to see it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, 
and then uh so yeah do you want to just jump into the new releases and we'll start with movies yeah, yeah let's we're... go just start with movies. Uh, so uh, this week, uh, Crazy Rich Asia, Asians, which you just mentioned, comes out. On the 15th, which is and... Wednesday, and then on the 17th, you've got like three more movies. Yeah, Alpha, which I'm actually interested in. I think I actually probably will watch Alpha. I'm not big into dog movies, but this seems mm-hmm. to be a little bit more than that. This, like, this is kind of White Fang-ish. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like after the last Ice Age. It's like... Well, yeah, it's... It's How, supposed to be the very first domesticated right. dog, essentially. Yeah, it looked it looked kind of good. Um, yeah, it looks alright. And then, uh, let's see, there's also Down a Dark Hall. Like, I, I, I'm actually unaware of that. I was I was unaware of like all these movies until I watched the trailers last night and was all like, oh, okay. So Down a Dark Hall is like some girl gets in trouble in school and uh, is sent away to, like, a boarding school kind of thing. But it's, like, a haunted mansion. And, like, things go crazy. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a scary movie. Like, is it a horror movie? Or? Yeah, it's a horror movie. Okay. Um, it's, it's from the same people who did uh, the Twilight series, is what it says in the trailer. And that, oh, okay. and that makes me yeah. think, oh, it's it's like, you know, like Hogwartsy kind of scary Hogwarts, and no, it's like the devil inside the Hogwarts. Okay, it's like if Voldemort took over Hogwarts. Maybe it's worse than that because they tried to get me with about two or three jump scares in the last like twenty seconds of the of the trailer, and I was having none of it. I was like, no, I know they're coming. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I know what that music means. Yeah, so... Or lack thereof. Yeah, so I, uh, I I will not be watching that one, but uh, I could see how it would be interesting to uh, people who are into horror movies. Yeah, I guess. Um, also, Mile 22 comes out, and that's a Marky Mark movie. It is. Uh, who's the director of it? Is anybody big? Um, it, it was. I can't remember who. Is, is, it, is it Berg? Peter Berg? Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mark Wahlberg, he does, he does pretty good action movies. I think it'll be alright. I'm not too interested in this. I don't really care about the whole CIA stuff, but, uh... But I don't know. It seems interesting. It seems yeah. like a nonstop action movie, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you're, it, it's a. I think it's the kind of movie my dad would watch. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I think it's a good. It's a. It's a I don't know, just nonstop action. I mean, it's just. I think it's just going to be one thing after another after another with funny puns throughout. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the kind of movie I'd watch with like Becca's dad. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. I don't know. I'll probably watch it with Becky's dad too. <laughs> but like, I don't know. That it's something I want to go see in the theaters. I don't know how well it'll yeah. do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and the week after that has Axel A X L, which looks really really bad. It does. <laughs> like I don't. It doesn't. It looks like it's intended for like young teens. Yeah. Because it's not like a kid movie. And like the. The main character has like a bit of a Russian accent. 
I think that this is more or less one of those crossover things where they know it's not going to perform well in the United States, mm-hmm. but it's going to do okay, like in uh, in Russia and in China and Japan. Right. Um, I don't know. Like the the CGI looks bad. It kind of looks like uh, what was that one? Uh, the the monster truck or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It looks very similar to that. It does and, that movie and, was not and, good. <laughs> Yeah, it's like they're putting a lot of money in the CGI of this creature, and they're not putting any money in the acting or anything. Like, the trailer just looks crap, just absolute crap. Like, it's one of those things that I think should have been a direct-to-video kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Deeper with the animation of the dog. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Happy Time Murders, that comes out, and I'm actually really interested in that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And she has to solve the murders of some puppets. Yep. And it's it's very much uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's like a remake of that. Yeah, with puppets instead of cartoons. With puppets instead of animated characters. And it, I think it's a hard R, isn't it? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that. Um, I think it's going to be really funny. And that's definitely one that I would catch. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me... Yeah, it's an R. Okay, yeah. Um, and another movie is Searching. Is that the one, uh, where it all takes place on, like, a computer screen? Uh, is that the case of it? Uh, it looked... I mean, I, I don't know a lot about it other than the trailer that I've seen. Uh, but well, it has, um... What's his face? looking for his daughter, right? Uh, it has... Yeah, 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 it has Harold... Yeah, yeah, Harold. Yeah, I, I didn't know him from anything. I didn't know the name or anything. Uh, I guess he's he's uh, Sulu, right? Yes, Sulu. Um, but uh, but yeah, it looks like uh, his daughter disappears, and he's trying to piece together what happened yeah. to her with social media, uh, Instagram check-ins, and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if it actually takes place beyond like in front of his computer, though. Yeah, I think somebody watching him through the webcam. Which I think is an interesting concept, like uh, unfriended dark web. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know about dark web, but uh, unfriended was I, I, interesting in the, fir- the first. Well, one. yeah, I, did, I actually haven't watched either of them. I just think the concept is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, it's an interesting thing, and uh, I don't know. I think that kind of creative stuff, that creative storytelling, uh, can make a, a very simple, not very good story, a whole lot better. So. I, I'm all for that kind of stuff. I, I personally don't think I'm actually going to watch them. I'm just not that interested in that kind of story. But I, I have to applaud them on how well they do, you know, just for creating, like, interesting storytelling things. Yeah. And also, I kind of wonder if it's shot on a webcam or if they're just staring into a camera the entire time. <laughs> you know? Right. I don't know. Um, but that's going to be in limited release. Uh, it widens up the next out the next week, uh, so so if you're interested in that, you you may not be able to see it on the 24th. You you'll have to watch it on the what's that the 31st? Yeah, I think so. 24 uh, plus seven is 31. I thought it was gonna be like the 32, and I was all like on the 32nd. On the 32nd. That's when everybody really goes to these movies. On the thirty second of every month. Yep. 
Um, jumping back up to uh, like Netflix and stuff. Yeah, so TV things. The, the, yeah, or, the, the or do we want to hit the Netflix movies while we're talking about movies? Uh, yeah, we can. There's just there's one each week as there has been for a while now. Um, there's to all the boys I've loved before, okay. and uh, it's about this girl who uh, secretly like writes letters to like all the guys she has crushes on. And, like, puts them in, like, a lockbox kind of thing. And then somebody delivers them. Well, that could be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, she has to deal with that and ends up, like... It looks like she ends up pretending that she's... Like she's grown up. Uh, do, this is all in, like, high school. Okay, because if she was an adult, it'd be, like, an Ferris thing, you know? Yeah. Um, hmm. But, like, uh, yeah, no, this is, like, high school girl, and then, like, she ends up, like, pretending she's in a relationship with somebody just to avoid all these letters that she, I don't know. It got a little weird, it got a little confusing later in the trailer, but, um, it looks okay. It's, I'll probably end up watching it just because it's something Becca would watch. Yeah. Um, and then the after party. The after party is about um, this guy trying to make it as a rapper, and um, he uh, he's like gonna get his big break, and he's he's gonna he's at this event, and he's gonna he's gonna rap in front of everyone, and uh, and he smokes some weed with Wiz Khalifa beforehand, and it's like really strong, and so like he. Uh, he gets up on stage and he starts and then he vomits on somebody and then has a seizure. He has a seizure? Yep. And uh, so, like, that kind of ruins his career. And, like, the they're, uh, they're trying to get a record deal. And the way they're trying to do that is by getting into this huge after party. Um, and so it's, it's basically them trying to figure out how to get in and try to... And how to... Um, yeah, so it's that... I don't know. It's not. It's not exactly the same lines as like um, the what should we call it? The the game over and yeah. uh, the package. Those kind of things. So I don't expect to see like dicks all over the place, but it is kind of in the same line as, of humor. The concept of it is like, oh, it sounds a lot like game over, but it's you know less actiony, right? And more like pot humor, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix has really doubled down on the pot humor. Yeah. It's, it's kind of amazing. Um, but, but yeah, those are the Netflix movies coming. Yeah, um, um, Netflix has a television series though coming out soon. Uh, same people that did The Simpsons and all that. Yep. Uh, it's called Disenchantment. And that comes out the 17th. And yeah. It's, it's like a fantasy realm, kind of like uh, Harmon Quest or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Where it's just this nonsensical storyline of this group of misfits going through this fantasy world, and I, 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 I saw a trailer for it. and It's like I'll see that. Yeah, I'll watch that. Right. Yeah, I was, I'm interested to see. Uh, it's so I I pull my information for the for our doc here. So like for what we're gonna talk about um, from. Most of it comes from Metacritic, 
and so far it has a Metacritic score of like fifty six. Really? Yeah. So I'm I I'm I'm a little hesitant now. Um, yeah. But but I, I'm excited because it's from the this the from Matt Groening and. But it is Netflix and not uh, Fox, right? So it was something that Fox obviously passed on. Maybe, so, yeah. Anyway, I will. I will probably actually end up binging the first season. Yeah, me too. I'll probably at least give it like a half dozen episodes or however many it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm excited for it, but it, it may not be good. Is what I'm yeah. saying. Um, also within the fantasy realm, uh, Magic for Humans. Yeah, so like this is a guy doing like street magic kind of things, um, like. Uh, the the trailer has him like pulling a spider off of somebody's phone, like you know, like a picture of a spider, and then suddenly there's a real tarantula. Yeah, and well, like it's, it's street magic, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Or like he pulls an umbrella out of like somebody's piece of paper that has a picture of an umbrella. Yeah, yeah, it's things like that. Um. And it, it looks kind of good. I, I thought I'd put it on there and mention it. Um, yeah, as long as it's not too David Blaney or, like, Chris... No. Uh, like, like, those, those kinds, kinds of people, people when they, they take themselves too seriously, it's like, I have magical powers. Watch the powers. And it's like, I've literally seen that in a magic shop. I, I didn't even <laughs> buy that for 30 bucks. You know, this is... I mean, it's, it's labeled as magic for humans, so it's yeah. supposed to be, like, down-to-earth kind of... Um, I don't know. So, and then... Uh, anything else coming out on Netflix? Uh, the Innocents. Have you seen trailer for this? I don't think I have. Uh, so, it is uh, a girl with, like, special powers. Uh, actually, she's a, she ends up being a shapeshifter. And uh, it's like her mom was a shapeshifter as well. And, um, I don't know, there's, like, government people after her or something like that. Uh okay. I think there's like eight episodes and uh, and it's Netflix, so they all drop on the same day. Uh, probably, I think it's on the twenty fourth. Okay. Um, I think a lot of these things that have been coming out recently, like uh, what is it, uh, Dark uh, Dark Minds or whatever, mm-hmm. and it just seems like they're they're intended for young adults. Uh, the Innocence seems older. It does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll check. I'll check it out. Probably at least, you know, I'll I'll be more aware of it at least. Um, Hulu's uh, got a couple things coming out, right? Oh uh, yeah, which is uh, good for them. Um, <laughs> like they there's a documentary coming. Um, the the has done really well. It's called Minding the Gap. Um. It's it covers like five years of time of like these kids growing up and uh, like they grow up without a parent and then you know like they uh, they get somebody pregnant and it's all like are they gonna stay with them or not and uh, like the it seems that the, the the combining factor between all of them is they they love skateboarding. Okay. So like I don't know it's, it's like skateboarding is their escape and then they have all this stuff going on in their life. Yeah, it sounds like a very micro version of uh, the Seven Up series. Are you aware of that? Uh, yes. It's a British series, and every seven years they get the same group of kids they've got together, um, and they just kind of you know catch back up with them, talk about things, yeah, uh, get their point of view on things. 
and it's a really really good series. If you, uh, it's it's been going on. I think they're in their fifties now. They might be like fifty six. Yeah, maybe something like that. Three now. Uh, but they started when they were seven years old, and they've just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And they've only lost one of the uh, one of the the people so far, and it's just because they refused to be on camera. Oh, okay. So it's it's kind of impressive, and you really feel for these people. I feel as though I actually know a fair amount of them. Like it's like, oh, Tony, why are you doing that? You know, or mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Nicholas, why? Uh, look at you! Look how far you've come. Because I, you know, I feel as though I've, I've, I've known these people since they were kids. Yeah. And, uh, That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that kinds of stuff. And then um, uh, there's an actual like show show uh, called Safe Harbor, um, where there are people out in the ocean and they come across a ship that um, the engine's dead and it's full of, like, refugees. And, um, I don't know, something happens and, like, people die and and they make it back to land and, like, somebody is, like, haunting these people for, like, letting them die or something like that or, I don't know. And so, uh, yeah, that's the... That's the gist of that show. It's called Safe Harbor. Yeah, this is why I don't let like little old ladies with thick accents touch my face and say things. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how I wronged you, lady, but you're not going to touch me. We're going to keep our distance. Right. You go curse somebody else. Um, let's see here. Some traditional TV things. Yeah, HBO's got a couple of things coming out. Uh, they've got Esme and Roy. Yeah, which have you heard about this? Uh, I think I have, yeah. Uh, it's from the same uh, studio that does Sesame Street, which yeah, is owned by HBO now. Yeah, yeah, they, they own all that stuff. Uh, they, they bought, like, the Jim Henson Corporation or whatever. Yeah, which, which means uh, AT&T owns that now, right? I think so, yeah, I think so. Yes. Um, so so it's, now all it's, the Sesame Street characters are going to have AT and T cell phones, and yeah. Well, I mean, Sesame Street has been uh, available in its entirety on HBO for a long time. Does it? Yeah, that's one of the things that kept uh, Sesame Street on PBS. They were really hurting for funding, and uh, HBO swo- uh, swooped in and offered them. And they're like, "Hey, we still want to be on PBS. We want to be free." Uh, they're like, okay, fine. We'll just take all of your back catalog, and we're the only place where you can get like back episodes. Okay. And so that's what they basically did, and you can literally go back to like the '60s. That's and cool. Watch things. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh, we've actually been watching Sesame Street with the kids, and we've started from the beginning and worked its way up, and we're at the point where like, I never really watched Sesame Street much when I was a kid. I was more from the hood. I was Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sarah, she got to this one point, and she's just like, oh, "That's why I always thought that." And she she watched it religiously all the time, and and she got to the point where Snuffleupagus, where everybody finds out that he's a real person, a real character, and not like an imaginary character. Right. And she's like, "I remember when that happened. I remember running and grabbing my mom and telling her that Snuffleupagus is real. He's real." Hmm. <laughs> 
And so, you know, it's it's all good. I'm okay when stuff like that happens in the sense that it's like, hey, we still want to be available on PBS for kids. Um, and they're all like, okay, we can work around that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and Sci-Fi's got a new thing coming out. Yeah, it is uh, The Last Sharknado. It's about time. I, I do love their taglines. They have, they've had excellent taglines over the years. I've not actually seen a single Sharknado, right. but I, I like the fact that they do things. That they do things. Um, well, yeah, so that's... Uh, How that's, many of them have they had? Is it, is it five or six? Uh, something like that, like six, yeah. Uh, I think Sharknado 5 happened recently, and then there's this new one, so yeah, six. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. But uh, I think that covers all the new releases for the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, we can go ahead and jump into what we're watching. Yeah, uh, I think we've both watched Making It. We talked about this, like, the I'm last two shows. Do what? I have not seen the second episode, though. Okay. Well, I won't tell you who wins. Uh, one of the persons, I'm sure. It's it, the uh, the funny thing is that I watched the Great British Baking Show, and mm-hmm. it is the exact same. Like you have the the tables are set up in the same way, like in this room, and you have this bunch of people from different backgrounds, and then you have two hosts, and then you have two judges. One of them is younger, and the other one is older. Okay. And they give you different projects, and sometimes you have to make things without knowing what the project is, and it's like the exact same concept, but instead of doing like baked goods, it's with you know things you can sell on Etsy. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about it. I think that it's a pretty big ad for Etsy for the first part. Yeah, yeah. And for the second part is is that I don't quite understand. I just, um, like, one of the judges, she's all, like, she's an Etsy expert. Like, she is... Right, she's actual from Etsy. She's the she's trend. She's from Etsy and everything. And she once dismissed something that was like, it looked cool. Like, it looked good. But she's like, I've seen this all over Etsy and all yeah. over And it's like, that does not dismiss the fact that it's, you know, interesting. And that's why it makes me feel like it's an ad. Yeah. Because it's like they don't want stuff that's, you know, they just want original stuff. They want things to be on the cutting edge as opposed to, that looks really cool. And they made it in a very short period of time. Like to just dismiss it on that basis doesn't mean, it doesn't strike me as she's a good judge. Yeah. Okay. Of a petition, at least. I'm sure she's great at her job. Yeah. Um, but I, still, I mean, I thought it looked cool. Well, what bothers me about it is they're too nice. Yeah. Like, I'm so used to watching, like, all these other reality competition shows, and they're all, like, uh, they're all, like, I'm going to get my things done, and I'm going to beat everybody else, and, um, and in this, like, the first episode, like, one guy stops and helps the other guy, helps somebody else at the end. He's all, like, I'm done. There's something I can do to help you. That's how it is with that, too. Like, there'll be people, it's like, oh, do you need me to go ahead and help you with this? I'm done with mine early. And, like, they help out. I think that's okay. It's 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 uh, more showmanship, I think. Yeah. It's because, I don't know, with a lot of competitions, it's like, I mean, I watch Cutthroat Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Which is, is the like opposite the of this show. Of all of this. 
And uh, it's it's nice to know. It's like people want to be judged as a whole as opposed to I just got done a little bit quicker than you and you weren't able to finish yours or you had a mess up somewhere along the way. And it's like I want to be judged against my peers doing the best they could do. And I think there's a lot of merit for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's making it. Uh, we... we... <laughs> We we've talked about it the last two episodes, and we're finally yeah. getting around to watching it because I don't know. I guess it hadn't aired yet. So yeah. Um, so let's see here. What what else have you been watching? I've been watching a lot of the uh, H. Or, I'm sorry, the Netflix stuff. I've been I finished Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, two or three episodes of Orange Is the New Black. The, okay. The, the most recent season, um, and I also started watching BoJack Horseman. Okay. And like a lot of people are quoting it, like it's a very quotable show. But I watched the first episode and I was very underwhelmed. Yeah, I um, I watched I the first season. If I want to continue with it, it's an interesting concept. It's about a, I guess he's a human horse because he's got hands, and not hooves. But he's you know he's a horse, and he was on basically like Full House or something along those lines. He had an '80s show, and he's not done anything since then. And he's trying to write a book, and it's about this. Uh, I don't know. It's, it seems like it's a lot of like real life stories that like happened in Hollywood. Right. I, I feel like the writers just collect a bunch of stories. It's like let's just have it through this animated horse. That way we can't get sued. Right. Um, but I don't know. I might watch another episode, but I just was not taken by the first episode at all. Okay. Um, yeah, I watched the first season and just haven't watched any more. Uh, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I, 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 they're like, other podcasts and things I listen to where they're, they're way excited about it, and I'm just, it's not my thing. Oh, uh, something interesting about that, uh, Comedy Central's gonna have BoJack Horseman, there's a new season coming out, like season five or something like that. Yeah. And Comedy Central is getting like season five, like everything is going to be playing BoJack Horseman. Huh. So yeah, like Netflix is syndicating out their their I, originals. I've been waiting for them to do this. Yeah. I I am not surprised by that. Uh, I was really uh, surprised because I don't know, like Orange is the New Black, at least the first few seasons of it. It's like this really strikes me as something to do well on HBO. Right. I mean, they're not going to syndicate things out to, like, the, the the premium channels, I guess. But, like, it makes sense for BoJack Horseman to go to Comedy Central. Or, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I suppose if, like, Disenchantment does really well, it could end up at Comedy Central as well. Or or Fox or Cartoon Network or right. something. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they haven't been doing this all along. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. It is. We're living in interesting times. There's a lot of experimental media right now. Um, but yeah, I've been watching Orange is the New Black, and it's it's starting to get really painful. Like, it's just starting to get... Uh, like, last season, it was kind of a drudge to get through it. Mm-hmm. And this season seems to be a little bit more of that. Like, it's not as heavy, but it's definitely rough. And I don't know if I'm going to end up com- like completing the series. Yeah. Like, the, the characters aren't enough to keep me coming back, it seems. Um, what season are they on? Like, five or six? 
I think it's I think it's six. Okay. Sure. I think I stopped on like four. I think I yeah. stopped on like three, and Becca stopped on like four. Like, did I you caught get the riot. Um, I saw like part of that episode that ends in the riot. Okay, um, but so yeah, I that, didn't really see much uh, of that season. So yeah, like that's what Becca's watched, and that's where she's at. Yeah, they're currently in the the sixth season, and uh, so the fifth season all takes place during the riot. And the fourth season ended with the riot beginning. And I don't know. Since that season, it's just it's started to go downhill. I think. Um, I don't know if I don't know if I watch season seven as of right now. Yeah. And so, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not. It's not that they disappointed me. It's just that the the show is not. Quite all that it used to be. Yeah, they used I think to have a good balance between like tackling modern day issues in prisons and you know social dynamics with a good balance of humor and comedy, and they've really lost that balance. I think. I also think Netflix suffers from um, not knowing when to kill their originals. Um, yeah. Like they're they want to be like everybody else and run as long as they can, but like. Um, they don't do rating systems and things. They just go, oh, well, enough people are watching this that we'll just keep making more. But I think, I think they're, 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 they're more acceptable of, of less, of how many people are watching it. Like they'll, they'll take less people, like they'll take the number of people watching one show that's equal to like a sci-fi show and keep making the show compared to like a broadcast show or like a premium channel show. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree, and I think that they feel as though they owe like oranges and black because I think that's one of the things that brought yeah. a lot of people to. Yeah, it did. And I would not be surprised if, like, by the end of season two of Oranges and Black, they're like, "Okay, we're going to go ahead and sign you with an eight-season contract." Right. And so now they just kind of have to do it, and they're running out of storyline, really, or at least with the characters that they have. But I think I think like House of Cards would be going on forever if it hadn't been for the Kevin Spacey thing. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think they had planned for that, and I would not be surprised if it comes back with him being killed or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I heard they're coming back with like her as the main character. Yeah, I, I would not be, I, and I've watched that still. I really, I, I have to say, I liked Kevin Spacey. I liked House of Cards, but I can understand why they want to drop him after all that. Right. And so I, I will still watch it. I'll still watch it with the Princess Bride. I'm cool with her being pres- yep. uh, president. Um, Dark Hillary, rule the land. So let's see here. It says you're watching last week tonight. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we caught up with last last week tonight uh, a couple nights ago. Okay, so you're so you're up to current. Yeah, so we're currently recording this on Sunday, so I have not heard tonight's episode. I think there's an episode tonight. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, I, I still like it. We we usually watch like a week or two late anyway. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of interesting, like, him talking about certain things, like with the... Uh, uh, we were catching up and we were watching it when they were talking about the meeting with, uh, what was it, Kim Jong-un? Yeah. 
And so it's like, oh, we've already known that the, the planet didn't explode or, you know, not a big fallout from that or anything. And so it's nice to know that kind of stuff. And also while they're talking about, like, elections, it's kind of good to just be able to Google who won this election. And you're able to find out, yeah. oh, it's that horrible, awful person. Or good, the horrible, awful person didn't win. Right. And so I, I kind of like doing it that way. Um, are you watching anything else fun? Um, let's see here. Things that I've watched, like, we've, we've watched, like, a bunch of different things. Uh, is The Hollow on your radar at all? I think I've seen a trailer for it. It's an animated show? Is, is, what is it? It's an animated show on Netflix. Okay. I think so. And it's these... Is it like, fantasy? These people wake up in a, uh, like a, a brick room... And uh, they have no memory of um, where they came from or, um, or like, they don't even know their names except there's pieces of paper in their pocket that has their names on it. Okay. And uh, there's, there's, like, a typewriter in the room, and they have to, like, puzzle their way out of it. And So it's Escape Room the Show? Uh, kind of. Like, they, they escape the room pretty quick, and... And then, like, um, like they they have to figure out how to get out, and they figure out what's going on, and um, and and they they end up having like superpowers. And, well, of course uh, they do. Yeah, um, but it's it's an interesting little show. Uh, there's only like ten episodes, and they're all like twenty four minute episodes. Um, so like, you might watch it. It might be something you like. Um, did you ever watch Persons Unknown? No. I think that was the title of it. Um, it was from like 2010. They had like a season and a half, I think. Um, but the first season was actually really, really good. And basically the concept is all these people wake up in this Wild West town and they have no memory of who they are, what they are, how they got there or anything. And they've got to puzzle it out. And if they try to leave the, ta- the town, they get killed. Okay. Um, if they don't accomplish certain goals, they get killed. And the first season is really good. And the second season, or second half season, it's like, I see why this was canceled. Okay. But I highly recommend the first season. The first season is really tight, really good storytelling. And it made me wish that there was more, but not the more that we got. Yeah. I got you. But it sounds very similar to that. Like it's a live action thing. Seriously, check that out. Persons Unknown. Okay. If you if you like this anime, it sounds very similar to that, minus the superpowers, or at least as far as I remember. And it's like a it's not like an anime sort of cartoon. It's it's a normal sort of like American style animation. Okay, like cell animation. Like I don't know. Like um, I don't know. Like your your normal Saturday morning sort of cartoons. Okay. I don't know. It's not like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I understand. It's not like the Japanimation style. Right. That the characters will turn into like comedy versions of themselves to express their emotions. Right. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. Yeah, I definitely actually will check that out. That sounds very interesting. Uh, let's see here. Uh, along the same lines, uh, there's New Voltron, and we've watched a few episodes of that. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. Becca's been on this kick where we've been watching 
uh, some stand-up comedy specials. Okay. Uh, so there's uh, Eliza Schlesinger. Uh, she's she's hilarious, and uh, she has a special called uh, Elder Millennial, which I connect with because she's all like, she's like, I'm a millennial, and they're like, I know what you're thinking, but no, like. Uh, she's like, I was I was born in 1983, which is like the very beginning of the millennials. She's like, I'm an elder millennial. <laughs> okay. And I was like, yes, me too. And so I, I relate to being an elder millennial. Cool. I'll have to check that out. And then she's all like, she's all like, sit down and let me tell you the tale of the landline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a lot, lot of conversations that I seem to have on Facebook. Facebook. I remember back when I was trying to download something and it took 70 years. Yeah. But uh, she's she's hilarious. Uh, there's two specials and we, we've watched them both. Um, I also watched... Well, I was watching it this morning and then I fell asleep at the end of it. Uh, the new Dimitri Martin special. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Um... I was just tired because we were up late and I fell asleep at the, <laughs> the end of it. But but it was still like he, he does like the drawing bit and he gets out his guitar and does that bit and like all, all the sort of bits he's he's known for. Okay, so it's, it's kind of just like the same as the rest of his comedy uh, yeah. Uh, specials? Yeah. Okay, well that's good. It's pretty good. And that's also Netflix, correct? Yes. Okay, yeah. Um, have you watched any of the Netflix movies recently? I've watched all the Netflix movies. Okay, which one was your favorite? Um, probably Like Father. Okay, that's Kristen Bell and Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, we talked about that last episode. Um, yeah. And it was, it was pretty good. Uh, like it may be... And I, I've watched a number of these Netflix movies, and it, it may be like the best produced Netflix movie that I've seen. You can kind of tell by the casting. I mean, if you're going to cast big names like, you know, Kristen Bell and Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, and Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's in it as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You said that. Uh, I also watched The Package, which is just so much detached dick that it's a little overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, did it make you want to detach your own? Um, maybe a little. Maybe not a not in a, I want my dick to be like this, but in a, I can't stand dicks anymore. <laughs> and, like, and there's one scene where it gets bit by a cobra. No, not a cobra, it's a rattlesnake, I'm sorry. It's some okay. poisonous snake. They're, they're, like, out in the, the wilderness, and, yeah, it gets bit by a rattlesnake, and they're like, you gotta suck the poison out of it. Out, out of his dick? Out of the, the detached dick. <laughs> oh god yeah yeah and like so, so not a family movie no not at all and Is like it? like they show they like they, they're it's all I'm like oh they're not gonna show it cause they're, they, they he's like I'm gonna do it alone and like everybody else leaves the room and uh you expected the camera to follow the other people out yeah and it did at first but then they're all like oh oh Go get him. We need him immediately. So they run back in, and he's sitting there with, like, dick in his mouth, like. <laughs> and they're like, we gotta go. And he's like, hold on. I'm not done. 
Okay, good to know. Good to know. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of gross out humor. Uh, yeah, I, I actually tend to like that stuff. Yeah, I like, yeah. Uh, I like all the Sasha Baron Cohen stuff, Brothers Grimsby, Borat. Uh, yeah, I, I'll probably watch that and laugh a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I might have to watch it like with a blanket over my face just so that I don't wake up the kids. <laughs> what you watching, Daddy? Go back to your room now. <laughs> um, he have a penis in his mouth. I I also watch uh, Action Point, which is just basically jackass stunts with a story to it. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's all scripted though, is it not? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I've, I've I've always thought that Johnny Knoxville actually was a pretty good comedic actor. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of surprised that his career fuzzled out as much as it did. Yeah. Uh, does it have all of like the jackass cast, like the surviving ones at least? I, I don't know. I never really watched Jackass, so I don't know. But I think I think it's a lot of the same. Okay, was was it good? Uh, I was. It was okay. Um, I think a lot of people watch those just for like the cringy pain kind of thing. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of like, oh, he's. That he's definitely hurt, kind of thing. Uh, there's like after the credits things where they show like the actor actually like doing the thing and getting hurt and. <laughs> like Johnny Knoxville still does his own stunts. Yeah, it looks that way. Wow, he's like forty something. Right. I mean, I'm kind of surprised that he's still doing that stuff. I thought this was his way of getting out of that, and that way he can have like a stunt double or his scene. I, I don't know. He might. Um, but like, I mean, it looked like him, but so it was stunt doubles. But, like, I don't know. Like, he might be doing this one thing, and, like, they didn't expect it to go as bad as it did. That that I could see that. I could see them, like, he's like, oh, I got this. And, like, it hits this. He's, like, coming down this, like, like uh, slide sort of thing on a, on a cart. And they've taken the brake off the cart. And so he, he comes around, like, there's a wall here. And he goes up over the wall. And oh, like, maybe they didn't expect him to do that. Yeah, that's that's my guess is they didn't they didn't quite expect it to to do that or to to be as as bad as it looked. Okay, yeah, good to know. <laughs> um, I don't know. So let's see here. What else did I watch? Uh, I watched Skyscraper. Okay, yeah, with uh, uh, the the Rock, one, uh, one actor, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Right? Yes. Was it good? Was it uh, was it Die Hard esque? It was Die Hard esque, and it was it was not a bad movie. Okay, good. I wasn't too interested in that. It seemed uh, a lot of the same old, same old. But I think I'll probably catch it like you know when it comes out on more available streaming things. Yeah, well, that comes out this week. Okay. Um. um. But yeah, yeah. I just it just it was one of those things that I just didn't it didn't strike me as being that entertaining to go see it in the theater. Yeah, uh, let's see here. I also saw the Netflix uh, the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Society, Potato Peel okay. Pie Society. Uh, Becca okay. watched it, that it, and it, it was it was okay. Yourself, Do what? Yourself, collect yourself and say it again. The. The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. There we go. Okay, good. 
Okay, did I mess it up that bad the first time? No, no, I just wanted you to say it again. It's like a tongue twister. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was it was kind of a it was an okay little movie, and it's it's uh, it's, it's definitely a a girly sort of movie, but it's not a it's not a romantic comedy sort of movie. It's a it's just a romantic sort of movie. Okay. <laughs> Like it takes place like just after World War Two, and uh, there's a lot of investigation into like what happened to this girl who went, who got like kicked out of town for helping a Nazi boy, and I don't know. Like, okay, so it's 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 more serious than you expect, but yeah, it sounds like a lot of heavy weight, but it's pretty good. Um, to to go the complete opposite way in kind of a girly movie. I watched uh, the most, the more recent Overboard, the one that came out this year. Okay. Uh, with Anna Ferris and I don't know the Latin guy's name. Yeah. Uh, but he's in a lot of stuff. He's a good comedic actor. I have okay. To say. Um, and it was funny. It was funny. Like halfway through the movie, there were a few scenes that really made me laugh, like big belly laughs. Um, and. Uh, I, I understand why the remake, like the the old one, seems very uh, seems for some reason more kidnappy and rapey. Yeah. And in this one, they they played it off enough and everything, so it didn't seem as bad the like, whole concept. Uh, but it, it it was it was funny, it was entertaining, but it also did a couple interesting things. One, it's technically a sequel. Okay. Because they mentioned events that happened in the first one. And two, it connects it with the universe of Jaws. Weird. Like, there's a character. It's not the actor, obviously, but it's a character, and it's the sheriff from the Jaws movie. Huh. Yeah. And so those kind of little funny things, and they put them in there just like as funny little Easter eggs. Um, but all in all, it was it was a pretty funny movie. Uh, uh, I, I kind of like Anna Ferris. I think that she's a pretty good comedic actress. And she played that role really well. Uh, I kind of wish that I would have just watched it with Sarah. I think she would have enjoyed it. Uh, but I ended up just watching it by myself, and I, I was thoroughly entertained. I, it was a lot. It was a lot more funny than I thought it was going to be. That's good. I might actually watch it. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Um, I don't know if you necessarily would want to watch. Although I do have to say the the concepts the like gets to the point where she does this. It's not as bad. Like, in the first one, I felt he was a little bit more justified in trying to get his money back. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it seems like she's just, like, uh, taking advantage of him. Right. Um, but it does seem less kidnappy and rapey, though, I have to say. Okay. Um, and I also watched, uh, it's an older movie, uh, but it's Journey into the West. Okay. And it's a Stephen Chow movie, and he does Kung Fu Hustle, Challenge Soccer, CJ7, okay, and a couple others. And it's his like, it's his like fairy tale thing, and it's it's interesting. It's got an interesting concept in the sense that the the main character is a man, and he kind of plays a role that is usually held off for women in these kinds of movies. Like he does not actually. It's it's like a, it's like a Kung Fu movie, but he does not really fight at any given point. And there's a girl, and she's very aggressive and very, like, sexual and trying to trick, um, you know, trick a romantic lead and everything. And that's a role that's usually given to boys. And it's really interesting, that concept. 
and it's a really funny, funny movie too, like through and through. It's, but it's it's also Chinese funny in the, in the sense that there's a lot of like general genuine horror elements, like people eating people. Okay. And so it's a really interesting bag, but I really love Stephen Chow. He is definitely one of my top favorite foreign directors, and he uh, is it. Is it English? Is it dubbed? Is it uh, the one subtitled? That I, saw, I saw it actually on Hulu, and it was it was subtitles. But I know there are dubbed versions out there. I've seen okay. it dubbed before, and it's actually pretty funny both ways. It's funny dubbed and it's funny subtitles. Okay. Um, like there's also one funny joke. I don't feel bad giving this joke up, but there's this funny joke where this guy's trying to hit on everybody. He hits on these two girls. And then he finally, like, he gets desperate and he hits on a guy. And the guy was like, hey, I've never been with a man before. So this will be my first time, so please be gentle. <laughs> and it's just really funny. It's just it's a lot of out-of-left-field comedy and, like, jokes that you didn't see the setup for, but it makes sense. Um, it's just really, really good, tight stuff. It's great storytelling. It's a fair amount of action and uh, some pretty cool uh, special effects. So... I highly recommend that. If you're into foreign films at all, Journey okay. to the West is an excellent one. Alright. That covers most of the things on the list. Oh, I didn't mention Sugar Rush. We watched, uh, it's a Netflix uh, baking competition show. Okay, yeah. Uh, you start off with three hours worth of time and you gotta make uh, two things during that time. Uh, usually it's uh, the first thing is cupcakes. And then the second thing is dependent on uh, what the theme of the episode is, and then the uh, you you bank time left uh, for your third round. So you got three hours plus whatever time you you save uh, to bake it a, like an actual cake. Okay. And uh, so they they like judge. The rush. Do you, huh? Hence the rush. You yes, the rush. Yep. And so uh, they they judge uh, groups. They start with like four pairs, and then they send them home after the first and second round, and you end up down to two of them. Yeah, dead heat. Yep. I think that's the the general standard for like most cooking shows nowadays. Yeah, but uh, it's it wasn't bad. It is I'd watch more of it. Yeah, Uh, I think it's kind of cool how Netflix is branching out into a lot of these cooking shows and home improvement things. Oh, I didn't put it on there, but we watched an episode of um, the the interior show. The I can't remember what it's called now. The the we've talked about it before uh, when it came out like a couple weeks ago. Um, but it, it's like buildings that look normal on the outside, and then on the inside, oh, they're are amazing interiors. Yeah, we watched an yeah, episode yeah. of that, and uh, um, like the first I episode. Watching that actually a couple days ago, and I just didn't. Like the first episode has like um, they have one that is being built, and they keep checking back in with them, and then they show you like ones that are finished. Okay, that's uh, cool. I don't know if they keep with that theme, but uh, it worked pretty well. Um, like uh, the first episode is like uh, uh, the the people that are living in a boat and they're remodeling this boat, and it is like I don't know, it looks like a you know like an old tanker sort of boat and. I was like, people actually live in places like this? But yeah, yeah. anyway. Um, Pretty big to do. 
And then, uh, like, they show you, like, a, a Cubs fan that has, like, like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of memorabilia in a, in a basement that he's turned into, like, a clubhouse kind of thing. A clubhouse? Clubhouse, yes. See, also, to me, some of these shows strike me as, like, oh, hey, we're advertising so you can come rob us. Right. Because <laughs> it seems like they sometimes show the exterior for these houses. Yeah. Just to show how, like, plain the house is. Yeah. Like, this is how amazing it is on the inside. And this is also my working schedule. <laughs> combination to get into my back door. You know? And just... Uh, I just don't understand, actually, why people would get onto these things. Unless they're, like, trying to do, like, an Airbnb thing. Right. They want to rent out their house. Right. You know? It's like, what, what benefits you for being on that show? Other than to get out there, you know? It's like, hey, come rob me. I've got seven thousand dollars worth of memorabilia in this exterior room or this basement or something. Mm-hmm. You know, but this guy had like one like little nook that had like thirty thousand dollars worth of memorabilia in it, and yeah, it's like that's crazy. And he's got like a bar that's lined with like bats in the front of it, like a circle that has like bats in, and they're all signed bats and yeah, like it's crazy. Uh, but like, uh, I guess like he does like, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like benefit sort of thing where they have like a Cubs player come out and sign autographs and people pay to, to hang out and watch Cubs games there and, um, and they raise money for charity and stuff and, and so while that's he's doing that, he gets them to sign something for him. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, good to know. But, um, I don't know. Like, I, I wanted to watch more of that, and then, like, the second episode was all, like, creepy, like, skulls and stuff. And I was like, I don't need any of that. So, yeah. uh, I may just skip to the third episode yeah. to watch more. But that's also the thing about those kinds of shows. You can skip around and not miss anything. Right. So. But, yeah. Uh, I was watching one show. It was... It was just like really interesting houses and interesting architecture. And mm-hmm. I think one of them I'd actually seen on something else, like on a list on the internet or like a little yeah. quick thing. I was like, no, I'll just skip this entire thing. I don't really care about these hosts talking about the same things that I've just already learned. Right. And so, yeah, and you're able to just jump ahead and not really miss anything. You're, you're fine with that. All right. So are we ready to wrap things up? Yeah, I think so. So, uh, let's see here. If you have any comments or questions or anything, just go ahead and give us an email at mediamondayshow at gmail.com. Yeah, and uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you're doing your uh, your guess the movie thing? Yeah, yeah. So please come by. I do it every Monday, but sometimes you get um, but we still have a few movies that nobody has figured out yet, so please come. What I'll do is I'll give you one little snapshot of a scene, and you got to try and figure out who it is, and you get to have bragging rights. And um, I'm starting to do. Uh, I'll mention your your new uh, like downloadable movies on Tuesdays when they they release for yeah. purchase. Um, I, I feel like that'll. Some people might be interested in that. Yeah, and, uh, we, might, we might start building up some other content or something sometime soon. 
It depends on like schedule and all that. I don't know. But if you have any suggestions, please let us know. But uh, yeah, so um, join us on the Fantasy Movie League Media Monday show. And uh, let's see here. What else are we thinking? Forgetting. Um, if you're if you're friends with us, then you can uh, comment on the uh, our Media Monday show post and uh, tell us what you're watching. Yeah. Uh, please let us know, uh, and also uh, keep your suggestions for what we should watch and everything. Uh, I, I think there's been about half the things that we've talked about on here I wouldn't have watched normally if somebody else wouldn't have mentioned it. Yep. So, all right, all right. well, uh, see you in two weeks. All right, thank you all, and bye-bye. Bye.